And we're live. We're here. We've made it. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, well, I mean, technically to you, too, even though you're down there. You're still Canadian. That's, that's true. I even actually hosted a like a like a Friendsgiving, like a Thanksgiving thing I, that just wrapped up. But um, you did a whole weekend of Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, my parents live about three and a half hours away. So I just got home literally 10 minutes ago. Like I just walked in the door. So, All right. Yeah. All right. I'm here. Yeah, weird time because of Thanksgiving for us to do the show, but this is like the only time that worked. As Calman says, I'm, I believe he's Australian, so he's like, this works for me. <laughs> so there you go. Sure. Yeah. Whereas I'm like real tired and I'm usually going to bed right now. So this mm -hmm. might be on the shorter side because I want to go to sleep. Sure. Yeah, fair but, um, talk. Tell me about your Thanksgiving. What did you guys yeah. eat? What was like the highlights? Yeah, no, it was quite good. Uh, so Friday, the girlfriend worked. So we wait till Friday evening to go. So we went up. Uh, yesterday we just kind of hung out and I had a, I felt kind of sick actually. So I kind of slept in a little bit and just took it easy for the whole day. And we had the standard ham and turkey and all that sort of stuff for Thanksgiving dinner. My parents don't usually cook at their place anymore though. Uh, instead they have a butcher that they use for like big stuff. Cause they don't have like a giant stove or anything or like a big kitchen. So they went and got the stuff from the butcher that they usually do. So we got all of the stuff done up there, had a nice dinner. Does the together. butcher cook it as well for you? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Cool. They, they do the butchering, the like cutting it up into portions and then cooking it as well. Af well, after cooking it. So yeah, that was all done for us. And, uh, we had a nice dinner, chatted a bit, and then the girlfriend and I went to go see Venom. Actually, I went and saw Venom on Friday. Yeah, so let's we'll talk. Let's just talk about Venom in a second. But um, sure. yeah, and they watched Mean Girls because my parents hadn't seen it and they didn't want to go see Venom. So we went okay. and today was pretty much just I made lunch for us. Uh, pretty traditional Mexican lunch of taquitos and like Mexican street food style. Did you make uh, taquitos from scratch or were they like frozen yeah. taquitos? No, like from scratch. Oh, wow. Way to go. Nice. Yeah. And uh, corn, like street Mexican street corn, basically. Okay. Yeah. So, so you did this. You did your Thanksgiving dinner on um, Saturday night. On Saturday night, yeah. I guess Be that makes sense you're because because we work right Monday. So otherwise, yeah. we would have done it tonight for sure. But uh, you don't get Monday off. No, I don't get any holidays off. Oh, because do, do most people get Monday off? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. The place where I work just like we don't get Christmas off either. Like we sure. just doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, we did. Um, my Thanksgiving was a potluck style, so I provided uh, a rotisserie chicken, which I actually picked up. Usually, I grab the rotisserie chickens from Costco. Yeah, but I was running a bit short on time, so I actually got one from Safeway, and it was super tasty. So yeah. I recommend the rotisserie Safeway chickens quite a bit. Yeah, they're quite um, good. They're cheap too. And then yeah, it was like it was a bit. It was a bit more than Costco because Costco is like five dollars, but Safeways was like seven or eight. Hey, so it's not usually. that much different. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, super moist, super tasty. I was I was quite impressed. Um, and uh, what else did I provide? I took out some of my mom's banana bread that she always sends me that I had in the freezer, and also uh, made some asparagus. And then people brought over cool mashed potatoes, focaccia uh, bread, uh, a couple cakes, and a couple pies. I believe. 
I think that was it. Yeah. Cool. We did that, and then we just played Cards Against Humanity for a few hours. Cool. Sounds good. Sounds like a good time. Good time. Um, I will say though, as we're slowly as we're transitioning to this Venom talk, yeah. your parents got the better deal. Oh, by choosing Mean Girls, dude. So fucking Venom, man. Holy shit. So I every, think Venom is absolutely terrible. Every time Venom is on screen, it's okay action. But that right, that's the worst writing I've seen in a movie in a long time. Period. Almost every character has just <laughs> like there's like no it's you can't even call it an arc because they just decide yeah. to like completely change their motivations, including Venom. I thought the Venom, yeah. the character of Venom was also super lame and just like, I don't understand like what your motivation is anymore because yeah. I thought it was something. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you just don't care about that at all. Like, yeah, God, that movie is so bad. All that movie's problems is definitely in the writer's room. It's just poorly written. Everything, everything about it is poorly written. Like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I. I'm going to be talking after with somebody doing a spoiler cast on that. I think later tonight, just okay. to get, I got to get my feelings out on there. Like with specifics, it's really, it's really bad, which yeah. that was a bummer. So the reviews were, I think they came out around like Monday ish last week. Uh huh. And I was exp- I, from the trailers. I was like, I think this movie is going to be bad. And the sure. reviews were coming out and it was like 30%. Like, okay, it's, it is terrible. Sure. Um, but even then, like it still surprised me how bad it was. And I just like, I just want Sony to make a good Venom movie because yeah, Venom's yeah, yeah. cool. And it's yeah. like, you know, they're going to try again, of course, because they will sooner or later. But they it's going to be like another decade. Yeah. They like, I have to, to wait another decade for a good Venom movie. And it's like, come on, man. Although I bet yeah. if this one does good enough in the box office, they'll probably just make a, a sequel. But I think it did pretty well in the box office, too. I've heard some yeah. talk that it did very well. So. It's just so bad. It's such yeah. a, it's such a bad movie. There's a new trailer for uh, Enter the Spider-Verse that yeah. was shown for me before. You got that as well? Yeah. That trailer is way better than the entire Venom movie. I mean, Enter the Spider-Verse is probably going to be one of the better Spider-Man things in a long time in general because that's everything I want. It's going to be fun. That's I don't know. I, I mean, I like all of the Tom Holland Spider-Man, so I'm, I don't know if I would say that. Homecoming, I like. I like, like Homecoming. Home, that's I, I all like there is Avengers. So Sure, so, the parts he has in Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Uh, anyway, um, and then uh, you know, spoilers for the second uh, credit scene from Venom. Sure. Yeah. Been warned. It's another. It's a Spider Verse scene, and that scene was better than the entire so Venom good. movie as well. It's real good. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 No. Um, it's a bummer. <laughs> it's it's yeah, totally a bummer. Venom sucks. Venom the, totally also, sucks. I've seen some people like say that it's pretty good. If you're one of these people that thinks it's pretty good and you say Daredevil was bad with Ben Affleck, you need to reevaluate your it's just I'm as really bad curious because I have seen some people say they enjoy Venom. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really curious to kind of know like why and how Ben Affleck's Daredevil is closer to a good movie than Venom was. And that got I, I don't know if I would say so. that I haven't seen that in quite a while. I will say in regards to Venom, uh, I mean, Daredevil. Uh, the new trailer for season three okay. looks real cool. Okay, I uh, haven't seen I wasn't that. like super interested because two was kind of a bummer. Um, and the Defenders was even further of a bummer. And I've been slowly yeah. getting less and less interested in the Marvel Netflix shows. Sure. Season three of Daredevil has some real cool stuff. There's going to be like two Daredevils. Oh, it looks so cool. 
Cool. All right. So I'm looking forward to that. But I yeah, know what was don't pretty go see good. Venom. That isn't Venom. Was that Spider-Man game, which is what we talk about here on the top-down perspective. Oh, video okay. games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, September 7th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. Um, John is yeah, out on assignment we... in Ireland. John is apparently having a, a somewhat miserable time on his honeymoon from what I've been reading on Twitter. Um, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I still don't remember when he's coming back, but maybe next week. I don't know. Don't hold yeah. me to that. Uh, why don't we talk about what I've been playing? Let's do it. I don't think I mentioned this last time. I, I finished Spider-Man and I loved the ending. Okay, we did not discuss this. Yes, I loved the ending. I thought it was great. Yeah, I'm with you. I was planning on getting the platinum, and then I realized I didn't have enough challenge tokens to buy every suit. And the challenge tokens are the taskmaster. They're a pain in the ass. Is Um, what they are. Yeah, the taskmaster missions. Yep. So I was like, well, I guess I'm just not doing it. But then I sat down and I did all the challenge tokens better. (laughs) <laughs> oh did you oh yeah i didn't wow. think i was going to but i looked at them and i was like okay maybe i actually can do better and i really did not want to do those but i did those so i have enough challenge tokens now okay. the only thing i'm missing are all the crimes oh that's easy there's so many and along with them i'm missing one suit because i need like 20 crime tokens but that'll just come hand in hand with doing the crimes sure. so it's literally just like i need to grind out these crimes um, which That'll I haven't done naturally. yet because other games have been coming out. And yeah. every time I think of like, hey, go finish Spider-Man. It's like, but I don't want to do what needs to be done in Spider-Man. So at some point I'll go back and I'll finish that up. I mean, I'm looking forward to the DLC for it. So like yeah. that'll get me back in enough probably to wrap up a lot. <laughs> so sure. yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I am. I am looking forward to that. That game was very good. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, But uh, yeah, let's talk about new stuff. What do I have written down here? Uh, Forza Horizon 4. I have also been playing. Well. Yes, this came free on Game Pass, which is that is so delightful. People need to look into that because I don't have an Xbox. I have a PC and I was just like, oh, Forza Horizon 4. I want to play that for a few weeks, so I'll spend ten dollars and have unlimited access to that, I suppose. Yeah, the totally Game fine. Pass like is like, wow. Yeah. And I was just like, I'll get into Forza in a minute, but I was just talking to a friend who also has Game Pass. Yeah. And just the idea of like getting every first party Microsoft game on Game Pass, like those are going to be games I'm definitely going to play. Sure. If not by like day one, like I'm sure. Of course, I'm going to play the next Gears. Of course, I'm going to play the next Halo. Of course, I'm going to play the next Crackdown. The fact that I just know for like here going forward, I'm going to get those, you know, basically for air quotes free. That's incredible. That is is such a good. That's that's amazing. Um, Forza Horizon 4 is really good. It is very good. What a beautiful yeah. game. Wow. It looks so nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not and I'm probably running it on like the worst possible way. That's not true. I'm running it on an Xbox uh S, one S, uh with an HDR TV. So that's that'll look nice. I guess worse than that could be a regular Xbox One X, uh sure. just on a non HDR TV. I guess that's the lowest you could probably go. Probably. Uh um, I guess speaking from the PC side, if you don't mind me taking over for a second, I think this is unlike Forza Horizon 3, which was garbage when it came out on PC because it was so badly optimized. This is very well optimized. It runs very well on all settings. Um, It is it's the first game I've played that has started making me feel, oh, I'm going to need a new card like soon 
because it's oh, starting to okay. it's chugging now. <laughs> like, I see. Yeah, it's chugging. So um, sure. But like, I I could turn it down a little bit. I was gonna stream it, but I think my computer will explode if I try to stream that at the quality you I have. You gotta stream it on Mixer, dude. You gotta get those influence points. I honestly have been considering it. <laughs> that yeah, so I've for those who don't that. know, there's a built-in feature if you stream Forza Horizon 4 using Mixer, which Microsoft owns, yeah. you, you get bonus experience points. And if you watch streams of Forza Horizon 4 on Mixer, you also get bonus experience. Amazing. So apparently there's just like a ton of streams online where someone is just like sitting at the uh like the main menu not oh. even playing it but just streaming <laughs> yeah and just getting points and then lots of people are watching that because they want their points that's uh, which i guess <laughs> it's it's dumb but i mean is it's not hurting anyone like it's not hurting more, anybody. more people are the number the, you know the number on mixer that says this game is being watched is going up so yeah. obviously you know playground games and microsoft is happy and mixer's happy and the player's happy and the play people watching are happy so it's it's a dumb thing yeah but like everyone's winning <laughs> it's just kind of like against the spirit of it but it's hilarious so it's fine <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bit against the spirit but at the same time it's like yeah but you're still getting your yeah. experience out of it and stuff like like there's no downside really it's it's silly. totally um but i and i have kind of thought to myself like at work i should just like open a stream mute it minimize it and just leave it running all day because why not yeah um but I actually don't even really need influence. It's I'm not, I haven't gotten to a point in the game. I'm not super far into it, but I haven't gotten to a point in the game where it's like, man, if only I had a few thousand more influence, I'd be having a better time. So I don't really care. Today. Have you gotten to autumn? Uh, yeah, I'm almost yeah. done the tutorial. So the tutorial okay. takes you through all of the seasons. Yeah. Okay. And then it put kicks you out into uh, like the actual uh rotation which is one season a week mm -hmm. so i'm i think i'm finishing up spring right now spring. which should be the last one because mm -hmm. you start in summer i believe yeah so i'm finishing up spring and then i'll be into like the core game but sure. even then that's still probably like close to like four hours of gameplay i would say sure yeah that sounds about right about at. an hour um, each season roughly Maybe i felt a like less. the first few were a little were a bit shorter um, could be yeah but i i don't know for sure i was playing a lot of it co-op and you can do any event co-op and stuff so that was that was helpful sure uh the always like online connected world thing is cool just having other people in the game like you know someone will just kind of drive up to you and then like randomly decide to follow you while you're trying your go to go to an event and that's just silly and fun yeah that's um, good what's been a real treat is all the dumb unlocks you can get have you looked into any of like the car horns or the ch the quick chat stuff i have not no it's very good so okay. um i have the bond pack mm. so you get some bond yeah. cars you get a couple of tuxedos okay you also get quick chat uh notifications so for those who don't know quick chat is on the d-pad you can with a couple button presses say something you can assign each uh, direction a different like little thing so right now some that are you just get automatically i have like i need a healer because that's dumb um <laughs> yeah, i also have good. one that is just train i don't know why that's in there but i have the word that's train okay yep um and then from the bond pack i have um 
for England, James. <laughs> Great. And then here's <laughs> here. I'm going to make it even better for you. License to skill. Oh, my God. Terrible. Um, now, I, just to like fully demonstrate how dumb some of these unlocks are. For the car horns, you can unlock the Halo theme played with a car horn. Oh my god! <laughs> let me go. Let me do. Let me do one further. This okay. is the pinnacle. Okay. For a car horn, you can get the Windows. I believe it's ten shutdown noise. I just just this. Just the actual sound, not as a car horn. Just the shutdown noise. I'm trying to remember what it is currently, but. That's yeah, that's silly. Yeah, I couldn't hear it because I didn't have it unlocked. I just saw that on there. But wow, that's kind of that's kind of great. I like that they went just so dumb with this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and there's also emotes. You get like silly different emotes you can get when um like win a race or whatever. Uh, flossing is in there, of course. Of course. Uh, I, I, th- I think I have um karate master. My person does like a high jump kick or something in like a crane pose or whatever. Uh, so it seems like a like a as much as Forza Horizon has already been this like fun, lighthearted game. It's like they went even further with it. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, totally. So where are you in? How much have you been playing? Uh, I'm about three hours in probably. Are you in winter? Yeah, in winter. I feel like that the whole map like it it, it almost looks completely different, like a whole new area during winter. Yeah. Yep, that I really, really enjoy it actually quite a bit. Um, Like I was going to the crew too for a while every time they had an open beta for my driving game. But like this is easily that this is easily going to be that for sure, especially because it's basically free for 10 bucks or whatever a month. Right. Yeah, it's so good. I highly recommend people check it out for sure. Yeah, like. The seasons, they do actually have a pretty big impact. Like there's there's like a and it's almost just because of like how slippery things get when it's yeah. not summer. Autumn is really muddy yeah. and winter is obviously very slippery and you can like feel the difference. Totally. Yep. When you're moving from like, you know, uh, from like the dirt path to like a pavement path and you're probably not getting this. Like what controller are you using? uh ps3 and analog yeah so you're probably not getting this entirely but the xbox one controller with its rumble and then with its rumble triggers like there is a tactile feeling to these roads that you are driving along and the differences when you are come are switching between the different kinds of roads Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean i get rumble so it's probably you don't get you also don't get the uh the rumble triggers Mm-hmm. Which I feel like the Forza games are the only games that really do use those ever. Sure. But like, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe, I don't know. It's This is HD Rumble. Nintendo's got nothing on this. I don't know. This is 4K Rumble, right? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, HD Rumble. Yeah. yeah. It's, no. a, it's, it's a good game. I'm having so much fun with it. Yeah, it's really good. And then, um, so that was Forza Horizon 4. Apart from that, uh, I've been playing some Overcooked 2 okay uh because it got new dlc this week oh okay what did it yeah it added a surf and turf pack okay so new recipes new recipes new chefs okay um new uh stages 
Sure. Okay. It's like a whole like little like you know you don't go to the main game you you, you access it from a different menu. So just like the uh, Christmas pack or the island pack from the first game. Right. This is six bucks American. Uh, so I was like, yeah, and it's like at least twelve stages. I think it's more, but it was advertising twelve stages. But I I, I do think there's more. Um. I'll start off. The bad thing is they went back to the difficulty from Overcooked One. Okay. You like need to be getting three stars on everything, which is insane. Right. And and I, and even with in the main game, because the main game, I think I got three stars on almost everything. Like th- those were coming pretty nicely. This one is just difficult and hard again, which was you know I complained about that in Overcooked One. This is supposed to be a lighthearted party game. Sure. I don't want to have any kind of stress. I just want to goof around. And they fixed that in Overcooked Two. And then for some reason they reintroduced this like high skill bar yeah. for this DLC, which is weird. So like I didn't even get to the last levels yet because my friend and I who are playing online against with each other, we have to just keep repeating stages and trying to like, and it's, and it's gotten to the point where it's like if any of us like screw up even a little bit, where it's like we got to restart because we know we're not going to be able to get yeah. enough stars to progress. And that's such a bummer. I do know that there have been some people online complaining that it was too easy before, and this feels like maybe they swung too hard in the opposite direction to appease that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Overcooked 2, it was definitely a lot easier, mm-hmm. but I was never complaining that I was going through it too too easily because, like, mm-hmm. I was having as much fun as I wanted to have. Like, I I don't know. I guess maybe some people are going to it for a challenge, but I have never been that kind of person. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. But, um... You know, there, like I said, there's some good new characters. There's, um, there's like a Native American. Everything's island themed, so okay. Uh, you get the you, that main dude with the goofy smile. You you get you can unlock him with sunglasses and like okay. a stern face. So that's pretty good. The Onion King is wearing board shorts the whole time, which is yep. pretty nice. It's a funny little. It's like a story. It's a it, it takes place after. Um, overcooked too so he's been exiled because no one was really happy the fa- with the fact that he raised the unbred um <laughs> right so he's he's on an extended vacation as he's putting it kevin's there kevin's rocking shades that's awesome that's kevin's a great dog um the and boy. the first recipe you get is is smoothies which is fun you gotta like uh you, you know you gotta blend stuff so yeah it's more overcooked i just wish it was easier i'm gonna keep playing through it but it's it that was a bit of a kind of took the wind out of my sails a bit sure and then yeah apart from that um you wanted to, you wanted to talk about the messenger a bit because i i think i got to the twist yeah you probably did okay did and the gameplay style to- change y- y- yes okay yeah you got to the twist that's what it was okay yeah, that I don't think the twist really like it's not a huge twist. I, it wasn't a huge twist. Yeah, I, I don't think so, because I even had to ask you, like, did I get to the twist? Was that was that the twist? So, I mean, should we just say it like with a warning that if you really don't want to know, maybe don't listen for two seconds? Yeah, maybe skip ahead like five minutes or so. OK, so you have been warned. The messenger turns from a Ninja Gaiden style game to a Metroidvania that's what it yeah, is. That's the twist. Basically, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And that and it happens after. So I was in the time temple, and then you go to like hell. Yeah. So and in the time temple, like a, they are like, wait, you didn't even like look at what you were delivering. Oh well, 
it's a map and no, like, no, 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 no. That's way later. Like I said, after the time temple, you go, you go to hell to, first and then back. You go to hell first. Okay. And then there's also a sky area, which actually maybe it's the sky area and then hell. There's like two other areas after the time temple, then the twist. Mm. Yeah. It's not that long though. Like until you get to it from where you had originally said you were anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's what yeah, it is. I, I don't, it turns I into guess Metroidvania. The, I feel like the twist was, um, for me at least, it, it got overhyped. And maybe I just that's did that possible. to myself because I was trying to avoid it so much. Um, <laughs> that's Yeah, that's probably fair. And, you know, I, I think Vinny from the, you know, Giant Bomb said it the best. I think the real twist is just how surprisingly good that shopkeeper is. Every time you talk to the shopkeeper, it's great. It, every time every, every time i re-enter his shop and he doesn't want to chat it's a bummer I'm, i am bummed yep but every time he wants to talk it's so good there's a great little part where you get a new hat yep and he's like and then you come back and then <laughs> yep. he has he's wearing the hat and the ninja's like oh so now you're wearing it and he's like what are you talking about i had this first yeah yeah <laughs> he's like are you serious and he's like hey man if you want to like say you had it first like okay you do you but that's kind of weird like oh <laughs> it's really it, good it is it is absolutely there's another one you're in the time temple and the shopkeeper reveals like oh yeah this is where it actually is in space and time uh-huh. and it's like okay and then you go to it again from a different part of the time temple and he's like whoa i'm back in the same room and the shopkeeper's like so wait that's what that's what confused you you could believe that you could access this this time chamber from any time and anywhere in your quest but the fact that you got here from two different doors in the same building that's what's throwing you off <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good uh, it, he is so good it is insane how how well written he is I, I love him so much yeah um i think it's kind of important to talk about the messenger in this part now because i feel like after the twist is where that game for me started to fall off a little bit because I don't think that world is very conducive to Metroidvania type exploration. I haven't played much of it Fair. since the twist happened because uh, it kind of opened up a lot and I was just like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I just haven't played it. Um, I have definitely heard there has been like a big uh, kind of split online of people who prefer pre and post sure. uh, twist. This is a conversation um, I'd like to have with John available as well, too. Sure. For yeah. Sure. And we, I, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about the spoilers anymore. I don't remember when we started talking anyway. Um, totally. But I think at the moment, again, I haven't expect, done too much post twist. I definitely was enjoying pre twist quite a bit. Yeah. So I think I might be on the pre twist with you, but I need to spend more time to, to fully make that. Sure. Uh, anyway, that's all I've been playing. What have you been playing else? Uh, so Forza Horizon 4. Uh, I guess just housekeeping stuff for me. I've been playing Monster Hunter World again on PC. Because they finally started releasing stuff, so if you got that on PC and you were like, well, I don't know what to do now, they finally started like throwing events out there for the autumn festival and Halloween stuff, so you can go up out there and hunt your monsters and get your weird pumpkin suit thing and all that sort of stuff, so that's a thing now. Uh, the big one for me was Mega Man 11, so I finally picked this up on Friday as a thing to play while I was like on the road or whatever, and... Sure. uh it's really good. Like it's hard to it's, great. it's hard. everything you wanted. 
Yeah, it's hard to describe it if you're not like a Mega Man fan, but it's like an old one of those brought into the modern age with some twists that make it feel more modernized. Like it starts off with all the bullshit from a Mega Man game where it kind of feels janky in some spots and spikes will kill you automatically and blah, blah, blah. But then as you're going through it, there's like an in-game shop that you spend like the little nuts and bolts and stuff that you find in the levels to like buy upgrades for Mega Man. So like one of them is spike shoes. So like... You can hold three of them at a time, and instead of killing you outright when you step on spikes, if you have one of those in your inventory, it'll just eat that up, and you'll take a bunch of damage instead. Uh, there's stuff to increase the amount of drops that happen, so if you're just fine, like, I need to, like, these enemies to start dropping more of, like, this thing that recharges my weaponry stuff, because I'm using that a lot. You can, like, set it so they'll drop more of those or more health things or not at all if you don't want any of that stuff. You can have a shield that'll increase the amount of damage you can take per level, but then when you die, it's gone. So, yeah, there's, like, things in there to kind of help you along if you don't like the bullshit stuff that Mega Man does sometimes. One of them's, like, literally just uh, you recoil less when you get hit so it doesn't, like, throw you off ledges as easily. Just... All that sort of stuff people complained about in the old games. There is like an in-game answer to those. Or you could just not worry about any of that shit and just play and still a finely tuned Mega Man game with good platforming, good levels and asshole enemy designs and all that sort of stuff. Uh, How do you like the art style change? I like the art style change. I think it's appropriate for it being a new Mega Man and that they didn't just do a pixel style again. So, yeah, I think it's a nice upgrade. Uh it's still asshole-ish in the way a Mega Man game probably should be, where the bosses usually have a, like, heated up form now, where you d- do damage enough to them, and then they're just, like, kicking into overdrive, and they start, like, either attacking faster or moving around more, or one of them literally gets bigger, like, turns into this, like, huge hulking thing you have to take down before you can take down the boss again. Just, it's, it feels like a good modernized version of a Mega Man game, especially with the addition of the dual gears where you can kick yourself into like a high gear to either do more damage with your attacks and that'll include like you have different robot master weapons that you get that'll increase their attacks in some way that's like either super obvious or not very obvious at all until you see how much more damage it does or you can slow down time so you can like get past a really rough section if you need the extra help or you can kind of freeze an enemy down before it moves out of your way and just like blast it a whole bunch before it gets out of your grasp. It's real cool. It's a really, really cool game. Um, yeah, I highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're an old style Mega Man fan. This is definitely made for us, us crazy people that like the old games and wanted a new version of that. So, yeah, Mega Man 11 out on Switch It's where I'm playing it, but it's also out on everything else as well. All right. Is that all you played then? That's it. All right. I got one last thing to say about Forza. Okay. Uh, I want to ask, what what did you make your license plate read? Borizon. I changed the H to a B. Okay. I was able to get mine to say hentai. That's pretty good. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay. It took a while to figure out the, the correct, um, uh, like, letter combinations for to get past its its uh like security features <laughs> oh, did you do like an h3 i tried they wouldn't they didn't do they wouldn't go for the numbers either i even tried hent tie uh-huh. like two words uh-huh. not they they figured that one out they didn't however figure out hentai with two t's 
Okay. So Perfect. that's what my license says, and I thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty good. Uh, let's do some news. Yep. Uh, let's continue with what's going on with Telltale. Oh, fuck. Okay. A, a, few, a few kind of things happened this week. Um, yeah. I don't remember this is chronologically. Uh, Telltale came out and said, hey, you know, we're still trying to get The Walking Dead to be finished. Yeah. They laid off the skeleton crew that they had remaining. So I'm not sure if it was uh, yep. if that work had been finished or not. But they, someone just kind of came out and said, you know, we got let go as well. Also without severance, same kind of deal. Rest are gone. Yep. And then kind of the biggest news is that Skybound Games came out and said that they will finish uh, The Walking Dead. And Skybound is the comic publisher that puts out The Walking Dead comic book. Yeah. I don't know of any actual games they've done. I'm going to do a quick googs. Yeah, I'm quickly looking them up myself here. It's, yeah. I don't know, man. Skybound Games. Um, oh, did they publish the Slime Rancher and the Long Dark? Okay, if that's the case, then they're probably giving money to Telltale just to finish this up with whatever they can. Well, I, from what I understand, this is not Telltale. Okay. This is a, this. This will be a separate company. There's not a ton of news out, but the news that is out says they are going to try and rehire people from Telltale. Cool. I'm assuming yeah. it'll be a lot smaller people. It'll just sure. be like core people that they need to finish episodes three and four. That's another thing. Apparently this season is only four episodes long, which sounds like it's the shortest Walking Dead season. That was news to me. Though I guess sure. it's the shortest Telltale season because they're usually always like five. Yeah. I think Minecraft was even six when it, in, when it with its first season. Anyway, um, so three and four, they want to get that done. They want to rehire some of the t- staff, um, which... I'm, a, I'm kind of two minds, you know, hey, if you need the paycheck, go mm-hmm. go, go for it. Um, but maybe also give two middle fingers to these people yeah. uh, for what they did to you. Um, it yeah. is a separate company, but, you know, who knows? It's hard. I'm sure there's sure. a bunch of things in the background. And I get it. A job's a job. If you need a paycheck, you know, get that money. And get not paid. only that, but like for a lot of these people, this is like a thing they love, right? Like they put a lot of time in the first episode. Like, in a way, they kind of want to finish it. But, yeah, no, I totally get if they're like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> like, I totally get that for sure. Or if they already got another job. You know what I mean? Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to see I how it pans out. Skybound Entertainment. I wonder if maybe they're going to try to do more stuff or if this is a one-time thing Skybound is doing. Hmm. Yeah, because... I'm having it- a hard time finding out which games they've actually done. So I don't know if the two I said earlier are true or not. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they probably are a publisher, which means that they're probably funding some skeleton crew of some sort. Oh, okay. Here we go. It actually says on their uh, Wikipedia account in okay. April, 2018 Skybound skybound announced the formation of skybound games. Okay. A publishing division focused on indie games coinciding with the announcement. The company also signed publishing deals for console versions of the games, slime rancher, and the long dark. Okay. And then the next thing they have done is the walking dead. Season, uh, the final season. Right. Okay. So the way they worded the tweet or whatever was they're happy to announce they've reached a deal with telltale. I'm guessing maybe they bought out the IP or the rights to that last game or something. And they're just yeah, going to so do from it. From what I now. understand the paycheck going to whoever's working. This will say skybound. It will not say telltale. Right. They're not, 
helping Telltale finish this game. Right. They're taking it and finishing it. Um, which yeah. I guess is good for them. It's because it's, 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 you know, it's their IP. Sure. I mean, best case scenario is Skybound gives a big check to Telltale. Telltale pay, uses that check to pay severance to their employees and then fucks I off don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think totally. Skybound no, is going to rehire a few people for, excuse me, <clears throat> a month or two. They'll, you know, I don't know how many people they'll need, but it's definitely not going to be 200. Mm-hmm. They're going to, you know, pay those people for the work they've done. And they do nothing else with Telltale. I bet like the negotiation with Telltale is done. I'm totally. I'm wondering, you know, will Telltale's name even be at the beginning of this game? When you load up episode I three, will it, it even have the Telltale if logo? If it was, personally. I, I don't see why they would have that logo there. Totally. If they I'm are no you. longer a part of this. That's, totally. That's weird. Um, yep. I guess for fans, this is probably the best scenario that could have happened after all without the layoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't so know. I guess that's, it's that's kind of silver lining. Yeah, it's weird. Yep, it is. And and again, it brings in the whole thing of like, do you want to give... I guess, I guess now you could probably feel better about giving money to this game because it's not going to Telltale. Sure. At the end of the day, do you want to, you know, vote with your dollars and by giving Telltale these awful managers money. Anyway, uh, moving on to some dumber news. Uh, there's There might be a Mega Man movie. A, yeah. a live action Mega Man movie. Yep. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> Written and directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schulman. I don't know who these people oh, are. Oh, okay. What did Schulman do? I recognize that name. Okay, because I'm looking up Joost. Yeah, no, I recognize Ariel Schulman. <laughs> okay. I can't remember what the hell he did, though. Ugh. Let's look him up here. Henry Joost has directed yeah. a couple paranormal activity movies. Yeah. Same with Schulman. He also did that movie Nerve. Yep, same. They, I guess they work together. Because they must this be a, like same. a partnership. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, here we go. Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman are a directing team. Producers, best buds, founders of the New York City production company, Super Marsh. Super Marche? Marsh? E with the thing uh, on yeah, it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so I guess their biggest movies have been these paranormal activity movies. And now they're doing Mega Man. Sure. And, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's basically where I'm at. Sure. I'll believe it when I see it, although Sonic's happening. Yep. Sonic got a lot further than I ever expected it to. Yep. It sure Both the did. games and the movie. Specifically the movie. that The game is yep. still going is kind of amazing to you after some of the yep. things they had. Um, all right, last bit of news. Probably the biggest news. Yeah. Uh, it seems like there's some pretty decent rumors that there will be a new Nintendo Switch model next year. Uh-huh. Um... I think that makes sense. That'll be that seems about right. Two years after the Switch yep. released. The Switch was last. Yeah, so it'll be two years. Um, it won't be like an. There's very little info, but it's probably going to be similar to like the DS Lite versus the DS, sure. where it's going to play the exact same games. It's just going to be kind of like a better system. Um, 
Mm-hmm. The one kind of little bit of thing is, uh, let's see, new switch model info comes from suppliers and others with direct knowledge of the plan may include improved display and could come as soon as 2019. That's ba- that's basically kind of all the news that we do have. Um, so I ask you, what is what's on your dream list for an an updated switch? For an updated switch, I want to be able to plug into my switch from the top and not the bottom. If Which I plug, plug directly in to the AC like cord, because this is specifically because I brought my switch this weekend uh, at my parents' house. And it was dying. I was like, well, I don't want to like lose where I am in this level in Mega Man. So I'm going to plug in and it's like plugged in to the bottom of the switch because I'm playing it in handheld mode where I it felt awkward for me to hold appropriately on Mm. the couch. I'm almost kind of the opposite with you because right now the headphone jack is on the top Mm -hmm. and I would prefer that to be on the bottom because it kind of gets in front of the screen unless I wrap it like around. But see, that's like fine because it. the headphones are on you. This was going to the wall, which is why it was so weird. Well, no, because when I looked me. when I looked down at the switch and then my headphones go down, it has to like go in front of the screen unless I go underneath and like behind it and then to the top. Whereas if the headphone jack was at the bottom, I don't need that extra space to to get to wrap around the switch. Right. That makes sense to me though. Is like having the headphone jack on the bottom, but I still want the oh, AC okay. adapter at the top. Okay, I guess I haven't been in that scenario where I've been playing it plugged in at the same time, especially so, because like if you sure. use it in docking mode, like not docking mode, sorry, if you like use a little kick flip switch thing. To, I don't like, know why you would do that, but I do understand what you're saying. And plug it in. Yeah, then like you can't plug it in. So whatever. Okay, I think I think what this one needs Bluetooth like, oh, yeah, my God, of course. Come on. Yeah, what yeah, are yeah. you doing? How does this not have Bluetooth? Yeah. Um, how about how about a better online service? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could just put they could implement that um, at any time. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's not switch specific. Obviously, that's so that that was just a joke. Um, sure. Better, better display. Sure. That'd be great. Obviously, if it uh, ran better in handheld, also great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I guess the big one that I like the one thing I'm constantly like, man, I wish it had is Bluetooth for yeah. like my headphones totally because i don't carry a lot of specifically because since as i have an iphone yeah i don't carry a lot of wired headphones anymore because there's no reason for me to carry because it doesn't have a headphone jack yeah neither does it, my it, phone so i just use i use bluetooth headphones me too but when i go on the train i have to switch to wired headphones for the switch and it's just annoying to do that totally um that that's kind of my big one i'm fine with its weight and stuff yep me too. So I'm I'm cool with that. Um And then and then I guess everything else would be kind of software like software stuff like you know cl- cloud saves, better transferring of like uh saves onto different platforms and stuff like that. That's all software. So I, if, hardware a better kickstand, I guess. I better rarely use that thing, yeah. but the kickstand does suck. Yeah, better kickstand. Um, uh more onboard memory just to begin with would be really nice even though i'll still buy a card because it's not yeah that's why since i'm gonna have the card anyway i do not care about the onboard memory i guess it would just kind of make the platform itself uh, like an easier buy when you're buying it for the first time what about multiple Um, SKUs? even like basically like what the xbox did with an arcade version where it had like no memory on it because you would buy a hard drive 
I don't I don't think that's needed because this thing takes standard SD cards. Those things are cheap enough. If yeah, it was a true. weird proprietary thing like like Sony, like Sony stuff, then, then yeah. maybe I would buy the more expensive one because I'm going to buy its weird expensive uh, hard uh, memory cards. But mm. this one I can I can get cheap SD cards, and I have a really big one that yeah. is going to last me. Yeah, um, for sure. But and so and I usually don't buy these like kind of hardware revisions but i use my switch so much i'm actually thinking like yeah i'll get a i'll get a new one like yep i'll i'll sell this to a friend and then get a new one like i I use my switch a lot i would love to have like the best kind of switch going on right now sure agreed but yeah so maybe that happens who knows yeah seems likely though following nintendo's trend uh why don't we do a few questions and then i'm going to bed (laughs) all right cool if people want to send questions in, it's a uh, top-down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box. This first one comes from just me, just me 20. Um, as kind of a follow-up to the TDP plus episode, do you think city escape is the reason why Sonic adventure two is so remembered today? Yep. Because even as somebody who hasn't, who hadn't played Sonic Adventure 2 until we had to do our thing there, that's the thing I remember from it. So, yes. Yeah, if anyone not sure, we did a TD plus, we did a TDP plus episode on our Patreon for the game Sonic Adventure 2. You can hear our specific thoughts on that, but, uh, you know, for obviously reasons, we won't get into those specific thoughts here. Sure. Sonic Adventure 2, I think so as well, because I had played that game a long time ago forgotten everything except except that um city escape it also has that song yeah which is you know it's a catchy song if you you know despite if you like it or not um but also it's like the first stage yeah so the first stage is usually pretty memorable yeah you're probably gonna play it like the most so totally quill j1 wrote in and said do you any of you guys play any tabletop rpgs i know john had experience with Dungeons and Dragons through Steven plays, but not sure about Paul or Sean. Sean, have you done any tabletop RPGs? Uh, not not stuff similar to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I do play a lot of board games though, which would have elements of this stuff for sure. But mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say technically no. Yeah, and you play a ton. Yeah, uh, I've done a few years of D&D 4th edition. We're currently doing a giant thing for 5th edition, but I've done a bunch of one-shots as a DM, but more as a player. I've done Call of Cthulhu as a DM. I've done Apocalypse World as a player. I've done Masks, which is used on the, the uses the Apocalypse engine to do kind of like a Teen Titans, Teen Hero sort of game as a DM. That kind of fizzled out right away. Tried that out. Yeah, I do a lot. A lot of tabletop so yeah nice um oh yeah by the way we didn't take all the questions this week because we wanted this episode to be a bit shorter so we will push any questions we have skipped uh that we want to answer to next week just a heads up kimberly wrote in i know there are companies like loot crate who will make subscription boxes filled with nerdy goods but they also have themed ones that focus on a specific franchise. My question is, if you had to make a sort of subscription box based on your favorite game slash franchise, what would it be? You can be as creative as you want. Okay. Uh, Based on my favorite franchise, guess what's my favorite franchise? Probably like the Resident Evil series. 
a blood See, I don't know. I don't know if month. I would do one specific. Like, if I was going to yeah. do one, I would want it to be varied so that I get yeah. different stuff. Because as much as I, I like, like even if I said like, I don't know, Viva Pinata came to mind. It's okay. not my favorite, but that would be that would be kind of cool getting some Viva Pinata stuff. Yeah. After a couple months of that, I'm not going to need any more Horstachio figures on my desk. Yeah. So <laughs> like here's I'm probably the thing. going to get like a few of each one, and then I'm going to be like, "This is good. Please stop." The nice thing about having like a like a spread out one or one that's like just sci-fi or something like that is out, you know, I'm going to get completely different stuff. But then I guess you run the risk of getting stuff you don't like. Yeah. But I guess you could give it to like a friend and that's a cool way to give like a cool gift to someone. Yeah. As somebody who was got Loot Crate every month for a couple of years when they started, I have so much shit I'm going to just throw out from it. It's all fucking garbage. And like. Sure. Some of it is really cool. Like, I don't know. This thing's kind of neat. It's like a little, I don't know, alien. Like, I like certain things from it. But for every, like, one thing I like, I don't know if you can see behind me, but there's, like, shelves with DVDs and just shit. Just absolute shit in front yeah, of them. Yeah, I, th- I mean, that's that's <laughs> the kind of thing of, like, when you get those blind boxes at conventions, yeah. those things are always a terrible deal. And they'll be totally. like, hey, it's $50 worth of stuff that you're getting for 25 And it's like, yeah, but I don't want any of that stuff totally for the most part i feel like this is this is why i don't subscribe to them is if there's something i want you know if it's if it's they they, someone probably sells it by itself they do and i'll spend less money buying it there even if it costs more than like um, you know two months of the subscription it's gonna probably take me like four months to maybe get that thing if it if i ever do you know what i mean uh, so the best way to go for those is anything you can eat, like candy boxes or food boxes where they give you the ingredients to make your like mint di- dinners or whatever meals. Uh, oh, like a like like a blue apron or like something like that? Like a blue apron or something okay. else that we're not sponsored by. So we don't care if you go <laughs> and buy them. Um, but uh, it, so yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good idea. Something that, you know, no matter what, you can kind of use it with that in mind. I will say Monster Hunter themed like blue apron type thing where the delicious food that you can buy the canteen to make your monster hunter all buffed up like that stuff just looks like it would be real good to cook and eat or any game like any game where you think all that food looks like delicious or cool. so you want like a food subscription one but you want them to tell you this chicken is actually like dragon meat no no it's like actual chicken and beef and stuff in the game but like the way it's cooked and arranged it oh, okay. just looks absolutely delicious i feel like you can get subscription you could get something like that yeah, like, it's, it's not gonna be monster it's probably themed, like blue apron <laughs> yeah it's i'm sure they're gonna send you how to make a good looking chicken for mm-hmm. sure yeah um totally i'm also the kind of person i don't really buy um figurines too much i have sure. a weird number of them on my desk but that's just because sometimes amiibos are one dollar and kk slider's cool yep. or disney infinity is going out of business so you buy a hawkeye for 30 cents um sure other than that though like I, yeah i'm not a, a like a figurine person i'm not like a getting lots of like collectible kind of stuff uh so it's just never kind of been my thing i used to be and i'm less and less and i every every day that i'm less and less like that i look around and just think what was i thinking with this shit i just don't have this i don't have the space for that's it. that's me too like there's so many times where it's like, man, I wish I had like another shelf and I could put like all my movies on that shelf or something and have like a movie shelf. And it's like, where on earth would I put another shelf? Or like, like there's my, literally like I wish I, I had like no a place for a shelf with another room <laughs> or something like. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, Boko wrote in and said, is CDP plus a thinly veiled attempt to attempt to finally get Sean to replay video games? Is it that thinly veiled? I thought it was pretty obvious. That's I, why it's there. See, I disagree with this. I disagree <laughs> with this because if it was an attempt to get me to replay games, I would be submitting games I've already played, which I've never done. Yeah, it's true. Um, if anything, it's a thinly veiled attempt to get you guys to buy me games I'm interested in. That's um, a, it's not even that thinly veiled. <laughs> yeah, Again, like yeah. Uh, that's I mean, that's kind of the whole point is like, you know, help us get access to more games so we can make more content for you guys. Yeah, because, you know, all these games that we do play and stuff, they cost money and the Patreon helps. Yeah, it helps with that. Exactly. I mean, it's, exact co- it's honestly mainly because I don't know if people have noticed me, Sean and John, besides like obvious stuff that comes out, have very different tastes when it comes to a lot of stuff. And this is just a way to ensure that we all have a game that we are going to play, whether or not one of us like wanted to ever play it or not. Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 a book club, yeah. um, which is cool. You know, that, that's that's those are fun as well. So we get to kind of all connect on one game, which, yeah. it, which ha- it happens rarely. Like we get two people pretty pretty commonly if a big game comes out, but it's rarely we get all three of us playing one. So that 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 part's fun too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't think at all it is one to get me to replay games because I don't unless you're unless you're looking at it is it a an attempt for the viewers to try and get me to replay games because the only time games have come up that i have played before a viewer requested it sure so yeah i mean all i can say is uh stop doing that i want to play new games (laughs) um but again like i'm not gonna sit here and be like stop buying me stop giving me money to play stop giving me money and making me play these games i've already played like yeah, I have. I'm not like complaining. It's it's a it's a great it's a gr- I love it. I and, love TDP plus. And for the low low price of ten dollars a month, you could be in the running to make Sean play you could, something. So you could yeah to make me play in a game for sure. Um, last question here. VGC Kenny says another spoiler question. Okay. Um, one of the reasons my friends and I talk about our differences in how we take spoilers is that sometimes I ask for spoilers and they deny me. I know there are exceptions. But if someone asks for a spoiler, should you give it to them? Sure. Why not? They're an adult. Assumedly. Assuming they're an adult, I guess. They can make their own decisions. Yeah. I I feel like the only time I would say no is if it's a property. You know, it's some kind of... It's a game or it's a movie that I'm, like, really into. And I'm just like, I don't want to ruin it for you. Because I don't want to be the one that's going to ruin this media for you. I would love for you to watch this movie and be amazed. And if you're not going to do that and you're asking for the spoiler, you go somewhere else because I'm not going to be the person <laughs> to do that. Okay. Ask somebody else. And most of the time, they're not going to do that, right? Yeah. Because they don't. They clearly do not care enough to Google it. Sure. Um, I will absolutely tell you. If you're like, I don't care about spoilers, I will tell you exactly the thing I loved about a thing. So... Yeah, it depends how much I want to talk about it with someone who's clearly not interested in playing it enough to play it. Uh-huh. Um, but there's definitely been times where it's like, I'm not going to do that to you. I, I would not be happy with myself if I knew that I ruined sure. how good the Fast and Furious is. I, you need to watch all eight Fast in the proper furious. order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. All right, that's going to do it for questions. Um, if you want to send questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com. Eight at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Mega man 11. Mine is Forza horizon four. 
And that's going to do it for the show. Again, maybe John will be here next week. Maybe he won't. You probably know better than I do because you read his Twitter more than I do. Um, but uh, yeah, that'll do it. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.